Hey everybody, welcome to the second episode of Comics Only. Again, I'm your host, Eric Sparks. With me today is my good friend, and about a year and a half, you just said, comic. Uh, yeah, yeah. A little over. Almost two years. Let's just say that. Yeah, pretty much. We're coming up on it. Awesome, yeah. So, how many sets do you think you've done? <laughs> uh, it's got to be upwards of like, at this point, easily over 100. Yeah, I, I mean, would like say. Well over that, especially over the last, well, especially once we started having mics Sunday through Thursday. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably between like 150 and 200 right now. Yeah. Between mics and shows. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, my point I'm trying to get to <laughs> kind of clumsily is consistency is everything. Like, oh, yeah. It's the yeah. most important thing in comedy. And I don't think people realize that. And so, well, my first question on both the episodes so far has been like, how long you've been doing comedy and how long, how many sets have you done? Tyler's like six years in, he's done over a thousand sets. It's pretty oh, solid. Yeah, I think that's one of the benefits to recording, and I wish I recorded more, because, like, uh, when, when Todd was doing it, um, all of his sets that he has recorded are numbered, so he knows exactly how many he's done. Wow, that is nice. That did not happen for me, but I do have a lot of my sets recorded, most of them, but they didn't number like that. But I gotta get better about that. It's okay, you should. You for sure need to get better about just doing the audio, and then yeah. you also should film every now and then. Realistically, filming every set is great, because... You just never know when you're going to catch magic in a bottle. When I, I should have filmed last night. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, dude. I re- it might have been the best set I've had so At 255? No, Ooh. at uh, Olsen Run. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was trying to remember what show you were on last Really? Yeah. It, uh, Interesting. It was a full audience. Um, yeah, it's a big audience. Yeah. That It's just outside is always so weird to me, but. Like, if it went that well. I think we got kind of lucky because we got to hear a lot of people talking to, like, the people that worked there about why they were out. And over the course of waiting to start half of the audience, Alan and I overheard, like, yeah, we've just been looking for something to do. And we kept seeing a comedy show advertised. And we're like, well, it's Friday. There's literally nothing else going (laughs) on. Yeah, No, Harrisburg is full of fields. (laughs) (laughs) You stand in front of them when you do the comedy. Yeah, you're standing in front of one and you're backlit by a, a truck yard. Yep, and then there's a abandoned gas station with a living room set up in it next to you. Yeah, just it's about the craziest setup I've ever seen, but it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, and he's uh, Joe's the dude that's looking to build a club out here, isn't he? That's what he says. Yeah, I really hope he does. There's definitely like Luke and I were talking about how if he does, we hope that he's sensible enough to reward the people that have built this scene up. Yeah. Because without this scene, there couldn't be a club here. There wouldn't be the same, like, people, comics, and, like, audience to support it, you know? Yeah, no, like, it's, uh, because I was, like, like I was talking to Max after the first national show Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, and how long it takes, like, how long it took them to get to a point where 80 to 90% of the people that show up to one of those shows are there specifically for that show. Yeah. Um. So I do, I, I, I do hope that he recognizes that over, I mean, obviously you want to put people on that you think are funny, but at the same time, when you're coming in as the first club into a city. It kind of seems like you should really, for lack of a better term, I don't want to say like pay regards to the old guard. But yeah. Well, Seth has put in a lot of work making this scene a real thing. Yeah. Like there wasn't anything when he started, like really, I think there's one open mic or something. As I say, cause it was for a, lo- a long time, the only real comedians were like Seth Max and probably someone I've never met. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple that have gone, I think, but from what I understand, um, 
Yeah, it was mainly Seth and Max. Fucking yeah. two very different styles of yeah. comedy to have. Yeah, it's pretty wild to imagine. Um, So what do you see, like, do you have any goals for the next year? Specifically, um, one thing I um, that I, I'm kind of big on is goals. Yeah, I started, uh, so I actually hit my goal for this year uh-huh. uh, yesterday. Okay. Uh, my initial goal for this year was to do 12 sets. I wanted to average one set a month. Uh-huh. Um, and yesterday I hit 12 sets performed, uh, not hosting. Nice. So now I'm trying to. You mean on shows or something? What yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, so, like, um, yeah, okay. yeah, over this year so far, uh, I've been like a comedian on 12 shows. I've hosted three and I've produced one. Nice, yeah. Uh, and then, well, I did Temple's Talk Show as well. Some more, yeah. yeah. How's that? What's that like? Tell me about that a little bit. So I wasn't a comedian on it. I mm-hmm. was a sidekick. Yeah, I think so, I might be doing that. Or Okay, yeah. So it's if you're, when, I, when you're sidekick, it's a little bit different. Like uh, Temple will bring you up, and it's kind of like, oh, we're going to banter a little bit, but the banter is kind of designed to let you work in material. Hmm, interesting. And then you'll sit and also ask questions during interviews and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you're good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it looked like you were going to throw up for oh, a minute. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so if you're doing the sidekick thing, a lot of it's banter and trying to think of uh, whatever interesting questions you can ask to basically the the main comedian because you don't usually interview the music guest with Temple. Yeah. Um, and then if you're the comedian, you just do however much time. It's yeah. usually, like, the opening comedian and then the featured comedian. It features uh, Fitzgerald, right? Yep. I don't know how. I just I saw we were both on it as – Listed as comedian. They didn't do the normal sidekick comic thing. So maybe uh, we're both doing sets. I don't know how it's going to work. Exactly. Uh, Big shout out to Temple, one. though. Oh, yeah. Temple's great. Yeah. That, uh, Diana's on that one, too, isn't she? Yes. Diana might be the sidekick for that. So, yeah. So maybe they're just doing us a favor because I, I asked us. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think, uh, I think the talk show format's really cool, and I think it's cool to have a different sidekick each time. Yeah. But I also think that Diana and Temple have a really good energy and banter. So if Temple were to make it so that rather than have a different sidekick each time, there was just an extra comedian and always having Diana as the sidekick, yeah. I can completely understand that. That makes a lot of sense to me. Anyways, uh, that show will be long over before anybody hears this, but a big <laughs> shout out to Temple and go to their shows in the future. Um, Yeah, so uh, it, what, uh, what do you see as like goals, specific goals for the next year or something like that? Um, so I want to, uh, I want to get a, like a real 30 minutes. Yeah. Like I want to yeah. work towards having a real 30 minutes. Sure. Uh, I think that's whether or not I'll need to truly have yeah a full 30 minutes over the next year, uh, is less important to me than knowing that I have it and that I have 30 minutes worth of material. Just so if somebody asks you to headline, you can say, yeah, yeah, or like do a half hour, I guess there's a difference sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes people want 45 minutes of headline. Sometimes people consider half an hour headlining set. I think Rudy's finding out that it's way more difficult to get booked for a longer set yeah. than, like, it seems. It's uh, Which is interesting. Like, it's kind of, I don't know, I feel kind of happy that I'm starting to see that with other people doing that so that as I go forward, I can keep that in the back of my head. Yeah. Because uh, last night kind of made it clear to me. I was like, oh, Rudy's got way more than an hour's worth of material. Yeah, dude, he, no, he does, for sure. Like, he easily has an hour and a half of solid stuff that he could run through. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but finding someone to book you for that amount of time. Watching him last night was uh, kind of fascinating, dude. He did a bunch of bits I hadn't heard. Yeah, it uh, the um, there's always I managed to catch like every other one of your sets when we're doing mics. I managed to catch a surprising amount of Rudy's. Yeah. Um, as anyone listening to this knows, I am 90% of the time outside smoking a cigarette. Uh, yeah, Seth, as you should yeah, be. Seth consistently asks if I've ever seen another comedian set before. Yeah, well, dude, you can only watch so much comedy, man. It will drive you crazy, dude. It's yeah. See, and the weird thing is I don't feel, I feel bad going outside to smoke a cigarette during a show. Even if it's someone whose stuff I've seen a bunch of times, it feels ah, different. Nah, I still show. don't. Oh, I still go, oh, I just feel yeah, guilty while sure. I'm smoking. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you can't, like, dude, it's just, we're around it so much. You can't yeah. judge anybody for being like, look, I need a little less of this than I'm getting. Like, it doesn't matter. It's not a thing about you. I think your comedy no. is great. Like, I don't, I'm not, it's not like I'm judging who I like and who I don't when I watch or don't watch. It's just like sometimes I happen to catch people set. Dude, I I, yeah. I saw Angela set at, um. <clears throat> at first national last yeah week. and uh and she had a great set you know yeah and th- she's not somebody that i think normally people would expect me to watch but i did because i was in the room and yeah you know. it's i don't know i think especially when you're first starting out people take it a little bit more personally than they need to of course well uh, it feels way more personal at first yeah you know like See, you don't really get it yet like i don't know it I remember, like, no, I just, I remember watching, like, the big dogs of the scene, like, talk while I'm doing a set and being like, okay, nobody cares about this at all. Like, the only people here to watch are you and you're talking, like. Yeah. And a little bit of that humbles you, but it's, it's, it's also just a good reminder that, like, you're in this by yourself. Like, like, we have these people around us who are supportive, but, like, at the end of the day, dude. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's uh, on you. like. Well, it's a far cry from music in that sense on, on both sides, really. Because, like, if you're in a band, you know, you can always lean on whoever you're with. Yeah. You can always kind of put the blame on someone else a little bit, even if you don't do it out loud. Yeah. Um, comedy's nice because it's all you. Right. It's, then again, it's also like dealing with only front men in terms of egos, and that can be a fucking nightmare. But also, as long as I've been doing comedy, no one has ever told me I had a great set if they didn't actually watch the set. Yeah. And in music, that was, oh, dude, wonderful set. I'm like, I saw you smoking cigarettes. I know you're about to ask to borrow my equipment. Like, I know that's all it is. And so far, at least, no one has lied to me to try and get something from me in comedy yet. Yeah. I'm sure it's coming. Well. I'm I'm sure it's coming. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I can think of somebody who might have lied to you (laughs) in comedy. Is it you? No, no. I was just making a joke. I thought you'd know who I was thinking about. Just based on the liar comment. I think everybody well, does I mean, based yeah. on the liar well, comment. Well, you know. <laughs> uh, shout so. out shout out lying. Yeah. Lying's a lot of fun. Yeah. He might talk about it on stage. Uh, <laughs> well, now you've actually opened it up quite a bit yeah, more. I know fine. who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, who cares? Everybody does. Oh, uh, it's fine. Um, it is fun to Do you lie know about out. smart goals? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, that's why I thought um, I felt like at the start of this year, once I hit that, like I had like that three month run of uh-huh. shows, um, and at the end of that, I was like, you know, I feel like twelve shows is attainable, and for like my first full year of doing something, uh, an average of one a month seems good. Yeah, bring that mic a little closer. And then uh, yeah. the backup for that was like, if I hit that before, like I'm obviously not going to stop doing right. shows or anything, but 
I do want to have. So the backup for that was to try and hit that that workable 30. And then at this point, um, I've been offered enough like 20-minute spots that it's already a little bit easier for me to get there. Sure. Also learning I have way more fucking material than I thought I did. That's good. Like I find That doesn't surprise me, dude. It seems like you have a lot because I've seen you do a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, I haven't heard of that before. I like, Matt gets mad about it, dude. <laughs> He's like, how does Logan come up with so much new shit all the time? I, I, like, I write. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He could Costa could try it. Shout out Matt Costa writing a joke. Do it. He just he's not good at getting in that mode, you know. And like, yeah. I feel bad for people that can't turn that on. Dude. Just like that's one of the things I'm so grateful for college for doing university. Yeah, it's because yeah. like so many times there's been like, all right, dude, you have a night to write a ten page paper. Yeah, and you. Yeah learned to turn it on dude you're like okay i need words now like yeah well and also i don't think like i don't know i don't think college is necessary for everybody and i don't think everyone is suited for college i think it's a kind of a waste of money if you're gonna fuck that up but i will say um like the difference between todd and i and some of the other people we've worked with that didn't go to college is it's a framework that forces you into shit like that if you wait to the last minute but also you learn how to take real criticism like constructive criticism and how to bounce off of that from people uh, like part of the reason I've worked with Todd as long as I have is at this point we can be very blunt. He can just be like, hey, this treatment was bad. Sure. And leave it at that. And I'm like, all right, fuck, I guess I'll write a better one. <laughs> and, uh, see, read a lot. Uh, not as much as you would think. Okay. He, uh, he's an audiobook guy. Yeah, sure. Him and Matt. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess he'll just have to wait for the audiobook <laughs> of my book to come out. Cause I'm looking for people like you to, and like, I'm looking for probably one other person at least to go through my book with me and just like, yeah, help me edit and figure out how to take my, you know, because I'm writing my story and then we're gonna have to like cut it down into a good story, or, yeah. you know, so to speak. No, yeah, that's part of it. <clears throat> um, yeah. So I have these smart goals. Okay. You know what smart goals are? Specific, measurable, attainable. That's the most yeah. important one. It's like you actually have to be able to do this. So it's not like like you can't like just say like, fucking. Be on Netflix. You don't. Yeah, you don't no. know that that's possible. Um, I think it's also even like at our level. I think it would be. Like you would instantly be going against that if you named like a specific show. Like if I made a goal for next year, be like, I want to be on one of the World Pie shows. It's like that's not something you can guarantee. That's it's, not a real exactly. Thing can, but getting a solid thirty minutes under my belt, that is something, something. that's attainable and it's going to help me in any sense. And even if you don't know that it's quote unquote solid, you know that do, getting thirty minutes of material. Is attainable. Yeah. And from there, you can work it always. 30 minutes know? of material with 20 minutes of solid in there. Yeah. I'll take Even that. that's great. Yeah. So, um, so the, and then relevant and time-based. So these are mine. Write for an hour every day. Perform comedy at least five times a week. Watch and reveal your recorded sets from the previous night every day. That one's in bold That's, with three exclamation points behind it. Yeah, you know it's why? the hardest one. <laughs> yeah. It's the one that hurts the most. It's insane, dude. It sucks. I'm not great at it, but <laughs> it's bolded and there's three <laughs> exclamation points. Uh, release one clip per month of me doing comedy on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. Oh, that's a good one. That should probably go up to once a week. Yeah. Um, just like, it's hard that's a fun thing to talk about. It's hard choosing between like putting material out and being like, all right, am I going to keep performing this? I don't really have a fan base 
Yeah. That's like coming to see me. So it's not like, it's not like a, a bunch of people are seeing this and then coming to my show and being like, ah, fuck, I've already seen this joke. Yeah. But is it burning material to some degree to put it out? So, you know, all the clips I put out so far have all been like riffs and yeah. stuff where it's like, this isn't going to happen again, probably. So I don't know. why I think, not release uh, it? I think Rudy's got a pretty good metric for that. Yeah. Because like Rudy posts a lot of stories. I don't see him post a lot of like reels. Or anything like that. Yeah. But then he'll post uh, sets on YouTube. Huh. Sure. So you'll yeah. see his open mic stuff and clips from shows on stories either that night or the morning after, and you can see what was going on there. But then, like, uh, sets he's done in Albany, some of his stuff in Korea, uh, that's all up on his YouTube channel. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder. But then you also have to look at now you've got to start marketing this other channel that you're putting stuff out on. Because, mm-hmm. God, dude, marketing through YouTube, for YouTube is hard. Like, trying to get that out there. Yeah. We've got a channel with over 40 videos and 17 subscribers. And it's like the world we live in now, it's like you can be a professional comedian on your own. Like you can get all the things you need and you can do everything you need to do. But also like it means you have to be also a professional videographer and a yeah. professional like algorithm rhythm reader or whatever that put that like a social media expert too yeah, you have you can't to just <laughs> you, need you to can't just be some funny of, no like you need to know some level of seo you need to know uh how to market yourself and how you're going to go about that through which like you need to know the best times to post on everything and not just that but like the best days of the week at those times to post right it, uh it's so much extra work that goes into that that usually is taken by like a marketing team it's why matt drives me so crazy it's like dude so there's so much more to this than just telling jokes and that's all you do and you bitch about it every fucking time we go <laughs> if it's not fucking like incredible see and i'm like i'll be real i'm bad at like promoting myself like i i always promote like posters and stuff uh yeah. i only have a facebook for other comedians yes and i still too. don't post stuff on facebook about shows i need to start mm-hmm. um i don't know why matt doesn't network more it, just doesn't it doesn't like even feel <laughs> it doesn't even feel dirty networking in comedy like no it's awesome i love dude cuz you just make friends half the time like, dude it's it's the funnest group of people to be around like this is dude, a, like a nerdy like inside baseball type thing to talk about but like it's the best hanging with comics a 100% dude yeah. i have liked all of the comedians i've met so much more than 90% of the other people i've met in my right. life right i hate how much i'm even like willing to say this but like it's gotten to the point where I don't really like being around people that don't do comedy that much. <laughs> you know, like most of them, it's just like, like, like you just don't get it. Like it's, we're uh, all doing this thing. Like, and we're in it. It's like, fine. I have friends and people I appreciate still, but like, you know what I mean? Not everybody, but it's like the people. Yeah. The people no, that kind it, of like are around and act like they're part of it, but aren't, I don't know. Yeah. No, it gets, it can be weird. Like, 90% of my friends at this point are comedians. I have yeah. two friends still in Arizona uh, and then like Todd and Ray. Yeah. But every now and then I'll be hanging out with people that only know me as a comedian that aren't comedians and someone else will make a joke and a bunch of them will look at me before laughing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I it, hate that. It feels so weird. Yeah. Like I don't tell people much anymore. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's always... I, there has to be a reason. I noticed that when I was working, that security job for the World Athletic Championships was every now and then somebody would say something, and I'd be like, oh, now I ha- like." there's this, like, reason to mention it. 
Yeah. But most people I was around, I never told. Didn't no, want to yeah, talk about it with. Yeah. I had to, like, connect with somebody about something. And then I would be like, oh, I, I like, do stand-up. And, like... Yeah, no one I work with has any idea what I do outside yeah. of work. <laughs> Dude, there was this... Uh, I remember uh, there was this guy, this teacher. He's, like, a... Uh, but he's like my age ish, you know, just a little older than me, or maybe even a little younger. I don't know, but he's definitely like around around my age. And I got back from lunch, and he's like, "What's up, dude? How was lunch? Uh, what was the vegetarian option?" I was like, "I didn't even look, pussy." <laughs> <laughs> he died laughing, dude. <laughs> it's like when you can like have like a repertoire. Or that's not the word. Um, repartee. Yeah, maybe that Back is that. Forth. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you could have one of those with somebody that quickly and it's like strong, you know, like, because he knew I was just fucking with him. Like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> but also, I didn't look. <laughs> well, because the best comedy comes from an honest place. Dude, know? it's crazy how much of the shit I say is just like the truth. I'm it's not crazy. good at making shit up, dude. No, some people, some people, like some people, can make jokes out of nothing, and like, I appreciate that more than what I do because I'm so attached to what I do, which yeah. is like all these jokes start in a really I, uh, honest place. I have a couple. Even that are the just... transgender porn one, dude. <laughs> I'm. Just... I have a I have a couple that are that are just completely made up. Yeah, I so. I, I have some stuff too, but like it's well, not mm. my tendency. Okay, no, yeah, I have a couple that are made up. I have. Uh, like I've got one that's made up and a couple that are like a mix of two stories basically. Mm -hmm. Um, just cause I was like, well, if I make these one thing, it's funnier than either of them on their own. Sure. Of course. Um, makes sense. That's what this is. Yeah. It's embellishment. And like, for sure I get that, but it's like, but still, I think anything that starts or at least has like some root in an actual truth is it's always going to hit harder cause you can sell it better. Yeah. And it, to say it this way but it matters more yeah you care more about it yeah but also like uh every now and then i'm just like i'm i'm a fucking idiot because like i'll i'll think about whatever i'm like oh yeah i did that and i'm like I, I fucking yeah that's funny to say into a mic but do i really want to admit to people that this is a thing i did yeah i hear you that i'm always down with it's like there's a certain you know uh how to put I, I'm always comfortable bearing my truths. It's funny to me that certain people aren't sometimes. Like, yeah, I don't even want to. I'll tell you off mic after it, but there's one person in the scene that I really want to talk about something in their life, and they don't. And Oh, I know exactly. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad you do. Because I, I can't say it on a podcast anymore, dude. Yeah, She's no. going to be like, dude, you got to stop talking about me, you <laughs> yeah. shitty motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. No, you've mentioned it too many times on the other podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't want to bring it up. Anymore, uh, maybe I should have marked that. I think, I think, did I? How many times did I bring it uh, up? I think just the ones. And I think I even think in I, that one, you were like, I probably shouldn't be saying this. I think, yeah, I think I cut it out maybe eventually. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, it'll be okay. <laughs> Let's talk about more smart goals. <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? Apply to be on at least one show per week. So that's okay. just emailing a booker with video being like i would love to do your show sometime yeah. basically and also i book shows if you're interested you can send me i always like 
If you want to send me somebody, I'll book them. If you want to get booked, I'm happy to book you. Yeah. Sometimes I don't say it distinctly, but you know, like that's basically where I'm at with it. Like, yeah, no, that's, that's, I think that's another reason I need to start doing more video. Yep. It's just, I don't have anything to send in for stuff like that. Yeah. You have to, we'll film tonight at Barnlight if there's people there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we will. I'll bring, um, uh, I have those little things that set up phones. Well, the tripod is the word I'm looking yeah, for. No idea what the fuck happened to mine. Yeah, I had one, and it's just I have a couple that are like real, like they fit in your pocket. They're so nice. Yeah, that was. Like, I have like, um, you know the one Rudy has. I have one of those. Yeah. You can have. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, dude. Cool. Yeah, I'll oh, get yeah. it to you after this. Fucking friendship on the pod. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, so, yeah, perform at Helium, Portland. Hell yeah. Uh, Tacoma Comedy Club, Nate Jackson's Comedy Club, which is a. Uh, it's in Tacoma, too. Okay. Club Comedy Seattle and Infinity Room at least once per month, which I, I definitely hit the quote on the Infinity Room. <laughs> uh, Helium has been doing um, a contest, Portland's Funniest. Yeah, yeah. And the mic just came back. But I think I'm going to start going up there on, like, one Tuesday a month. Okay. And uh, doing make sure I do the club there. Because, like, I realized getting past at the clubs is the next step. Yeah. So yeah. showing up and just showing that you're putting in work consistently is going to be huge. Letting the people see you and see you get better. Yeah. That uh, it'll still be years, but I mean, it's yeah, that's part of it. But yeah. It's still the right move. Like I don't know. Um, we got to Olson Run last night at mm-hmm. like six twenty, six twenty five for a seven start show. Mm-hmm. Um, should probably say this off mic, but I don't care. Uh, no one else, none of the other comics showed up until like five minutes to seven. Yeah. And uh, Alan was like, I, I, I fucked up. Uh, Seth had told me that Joe was uh, was looking to open the club, and I assumed that Seth had told Alan, so I just said something, and, and they were like, homie, you maybe could have mentioned that earlier or later, actually. It might have been better. And I was like, oh, no, it's not like a thing. And they were like, yeah, like I'd like to make a good impression. And I was like, because at this point we were still the only ones. I'm like, homie, we're the only comics here, and it's five minutes till it's supposed to start. I think we've made a good impression. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Well, definitely don't name who else was on that show or in this moment. But to uh, be fair, we is, were the closest people to it, and again, it was a pretty last minute thing. Yeah. So like, that's a good point. And getting out of Portland at five on a yeah. fucking f- oh, it was Saturday. Never mind. Well, even <laughs> well, anyways, it still could have been trafficy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was. I thought it was on Friday, day, and that would have been insane, <laughs> uh, timing wise. Well, again, though, like, even um, Seth called me to be like, hey, can you do this at, like, 4 o'clock? Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, now I got a shower. Yeah. That wasn't in the plans originally. Probably should. <laughs> it's funny uh, how much my height, not, well, not really my hygiene, but definitely my showering is just based around comedy. Oh, yeah. The only time I shower is right before I go do comedy. Yeah, like, I'll be like, well... I'm going to need to have dry hair by the time I get there, so I should probably get in by now. Yeah, that's, good, <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's a good way of looking at it. That's a lot of pressure. That makes me happy <laughs> I cut my hair so short. Thank goodness I'm going bald. <laughs> I wouldn't want it any other way. Genetic lottery. <laughs> yeah. A real winner over here. My little dick and my bald head. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, you're the peak of evolution. I'm uh, I'm fading out with my, my wonderful penis and my beautiful head of hair. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you gorgeous man. 
Let's see. Perform at Savage Henry Comedy Club six times a year. I don't oh, think damn. I'm going to hit that, but I think I'll probably get four or five. And it's what still is pretty good. the club at Savage like? Like, I've never been there. It's so wild, dude. It's it's pretty, like, big. Like, tall, like it's tall, too. And it feels like kind of... Like, the whole vibe is, like, we had to make this work. Yeah. And it does. Oh, fuck yeah. It's dope. It's cool. It's very Eureka. Like, it's... Okay. The, the background is redwood bark oh damn that they like i don't know like a tree fell and they stripped it off yeah and set and put that up as the background all right i fuck with that it was, it's cool but also you're like all right <laughs> tree bark is the best you know like it's the, it's yeah. just it's very different i'm not trying to be disparaging i'm trying to be complimentary i love chris durant and all the opportunities he offers everybody but it is Shout like a durant. wild vibe for a comedy club. Yeah. it's But it's a lot of fun. See, I've never... I've, that, I should probably make that a goal, to be honest. I've never performed at a comedy club. Yeah, that is a good goal, dude. That's that's where you get paid. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like... That's where we all need to be trying to do is, like, yeah. get passed into clubs. Because, like, if you could get into, like... That's why having a home club in Eugene would be huge. Because then... We would that club would have relationships with all the other clubs yeah. in the areas and would sort of as we, we could set up little tours where we kind of toured, but as features where we could go up to different comedy clubs and feature for bigger comics and their comics could come down here and feature for bigger comics at this club. Yeah. Um, but like basically what we're all trying to do, the next step for all of us would be to get past and have like a home club is what they call it. And then you start okay. doing more sets. Like that's like, that's what Jake Silberman has at helium. Yeah. And what it means is that he features for people like, like Jake featured for Nick Mullen when Matt and I went to see him. Oh shit. That's right. Yeah. And he's, he features for a lot of people, dude, you know, like, um, and that's like huge to get those opportunities and you don't get them anywhere else, but the clubs. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, Eventually, around here, you'll get a chance to do something on a World Pie show or on a Just Comedy show if... Yeah. But, like, those, those haven't been happening, you know? Like, Don't we have one this month? I think... Um, we have one on the 16th, right? Maybe. Or is it... Uh, I think it's... The o- next month. I think it's October was the first one that I know That's, about. Uh, with Pepitone? Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he's at the festival. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um... The first weekend of October. Shout out to Savage Henry Comedy Festival. Hell yeah, yeah. Are you gonna? You're not no. uh, gonna even. Yeah. No, I think you? I think yeah. Durant already reached out to Seth and was like, no, no, no more, no one yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks because uh, I don't think Matt's gonna get to go either. Oh damn. Oh wow. Well. I mean, he should do more for his comedy career. <laughs> you know. I don't know. I'm always surprised that he doesn't talk to more people. Right. Like, even too. at the mics. Like, he, like people here. Sure, yeah. Like, he's buddy, there's, there's guys right over there to say, hey. Oh, he's sad. <laughs> he's not very social. We're all sad. I get it. I know. I, I try and tell him, but, you know, you can't. <laughs> Whatever that it's, phrase is about a horse in the water. <laughs> I don't know. His new strategy of having a massive anxiety attack before every set actually seems to be going pretty well for him. It Crazily, mm. dude. He had a good... Do you remember that slice... 
When the we slice were set all where like bombing. I thought he was, yeah, and he was like about to vomit before he went up and yeah, just yeah, killed yeah. it. He was freaking the fuck out, like dude, to an annoying level, dude. It's just like you're just gonna bomb. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, and he then was, he went up there and crushed, like at least relatively, you know. Like, like he had I, a real good fucking set. Yeah, and compared to we all ate shit, dude. Hard. No, yeah, that was a hard fucking night. That yeah, it was so bizarre and like yeah, that. If that's his method, dude, I can't be around him before he goes up, man. Because he downloads it all onto me. He's just like, why are we here, dude? This is going to suck. I'm like, Matt, I have to think those things when you say them. Like, stop doing that. It's insane. That when, that was so funny when we were going to the strip club the other night. And, uh, and I started to get hungry. And I started to be pretty rude. <laughs> and uh, he was like, is this what it's like be- when I do comedy? And we're like, yeah, dude, it sucks, huh? <laughs> you ruin everything. He gets so, and he's so harsh on himself. Like, I've watched him just destroy and come out and be like, oh, that was okay. Yeah. I'm like, what do well, you mean it was okay? I don't know, dude. I yelled, did I tell you about when I yelled at him the other night? Yeah, he had a really good set and you didn't take kindly to it. Yeah, dude, I yelled at, well, dude, what bothered, so he came off stage and he was clearly pretty happy, which was fine. But then Sam went over and like put his arm around him and was like, that was great, dude. Like that was fucking incredible. And I was, hey, what are you doing right now? (laughs) And he's like, what, dude? I was like. Just say good set. <laughs> and then I just like went off on both of them. And I was like, you, you shouldn't be even be happy. I was like, did you fucking record that? He was like, oh, uh, no. I was like, so what? It's just gone. It's pointless. <laughs> like, <laughs> I went off, dude. I was like, no, you shouldn't be happy because you didn't actually do what you're supposed to do. You just showed that you're funny. But like, who cares? Oh, like, my God. And then what else did I say? I was like, you didn't do anything to deserve that audience, man. <laughs> Jesus it's Christ. It's like, they're not here for you. They, you just happen to know about a good open mic. Like, <laughs> I, I really went off. Dude. He's going to fucking kill himself. Maybe. It'll be my fault if he does. It'll be well. <laughs> that's immortalized on a fucking <laughs> and, uh, recording. That can always be cut out. Immortalized on shit. Technology exists. <laughs> yeah. If Matt kills himself, we probably will have to go cut that out. <laughs> yeah. Only only time will tell. For now, it's hilarious until he does it. Yeah. Um. So yes, getting doing clubs, coming up and doing the infinity room. Even dude, uh, you you'll probably get booked, dude. Uh, I would guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna explain the joke further. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you should email infinity room has a booking email where okay. you can just send I think we I think we do need to get you video I think they uh, want yeah, video yeah. but uh you send an email with just like a bio and some video and just say I'd love to do the infinity room sometime here's, and here's, I would guess they get back to you here's what we'll do yeah because I'd like it to still kind of be a bit <laughs> we'll go the uh, first Wednesday of the month where they record I'll pay them for the footage and submit a f- recording of me performing at Infinity Room to Infinity Room to get that. Booked. I'm sure that'll work. I uh, it seems yeah. like <laughs> like um you're already cutting the amount of money you'll make in half <laughs> yeah. by doing it, so it better work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could for sure. You know, we're allowed to still film on our phones there, but oh, 
Yeah, you can do that. That's fine. They don't care. Okay. But it's what just, you get, want. what you get is multi-angles. Let's say they've got three cameras. High depth. To, yeah, and they're uh, at least the the front left one I know is a motion tracking camera. Yes. So, so it'll be a for very, all that movement that I do on stage. It'll be a high quality. Yeah. Film like so it'd be really good to do. The problem is, I and I asked this. I was like, is there any way we can? choose after our set if we get the film or not and they're like no we have to know before oh okay it's like okay dude it's such a gamble yeah man. you have to pay like if, what if you if i don't want to pay for the worst set i've ever done right like i don't want to hide that yeah, yeah i don't want to i don't want to see the sweat it's, so it's brutal so that's that's why it's tough and yeah. we might end up just <laughs> doing it on a phone for you <laughs> in the meantime yeah but like if there's some way Maybe we can do a thing where, like, we show up and look at the crowd and be like, yeah, tonight. Be, but but before the, sh- the show, but yeah. but also having seen if there's people there or not. Yeah, Because that that's sense. all you really need. Like, yeah, it just would suck if, it, like, you end up <laughs> paying 20 bucks for a video of you doing comedy for, like, eight comedians and two people. Yeah. You it's, know, uh, which could have, like, it usually wouldn't, but, like. No. I will say if I do if I do another show at two fifty five, yeah, um, I'm gonna record there because mm-hmm. there's usually a full audience. Yeah, and so hot, far, huh? I'm three for three on good sets. Nice, yeah. Which uh, you know what they say: fourth time's the one you burn it all down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, you've performed there three times. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. That's awesome. Did uh, the Golden Mike um, the very first. The only reason I got booked for, like, the first six months of this year was because Max let me run a full 10-minute set at the end of the very first open mic they did there. Nice. And then the next couple of shows I did were also at 2.55. Interesting. Nice. So, yeah. Big shout out. Oh, yeah, because uh, I forgot that that switched from Max to Blame. I was like, Blame's been booking you a lot, huh? But it was Max at first and then Blame. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, they were doing... Um, Probably shouldn't air this. <laughs> Probably shouldn't just say this into the mic. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really fucking matter. I don't on. know. Say it and we'll decide. Okay. Yeah, it can all be cut. Yeah. Uh, no, I guess. Um, so they'd been running the 250, the Golden Mike show forever because uh, 255 isn't open yeah. during those times usually. So they're open specifically for that as like an event. Oh, interesting. I so, didn't know that. Yeah. So They close early? Uh, yeah, I think, they're, I think they're closed by like six or seven usually. Well, that's um, interesting. So, yeah. But they run that, and that's essentially like a private party. Mm-hmm. So they know pretty much exactly. That was really professional. <laughs> they know pretty much exactly how many people are going to be there, not including like walk-ups and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and they'd had a pretty good turnout for it. And then the last Golden Mike show that they were doing, like two weeks into promoting it, they uh-huh. said that they wanted to start charging a cover. They were like, yeah, we should do like right, a $15 yeah. cover. And Max is like, we've been promoting the show for two weeks without a cover it's been seen by over 1500 people on our event page we're not just going to be like by the way now it's going to cost you money yeah um and if i remember correctly they wanted to keep 10 of the cover wow it's like okay well what yeah (laughs) you're already making well over what we were doing here you know right like yeah that's insane yeah but Sometimes venues just don't get it, dude. They don't, you know. No. Sometimes they just don't understand the constraints we have. And yeah, but uh, the the Jameses saw the opening and swooped in. 
And yeah. now uh, they've got a monthly show they're doing there. Yeah, well, and now it costs 10 bucks to get go to yeah, it. Yeah. You get to see, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best uh, comics from the region. It, uh, well, uh, it was, um, I thought the, well, uh, Kyle Adams. No, uh, Kyle's great, dude. Tina. And Tina's great, too. Tina was just on the show for me. I wasn't, I was really, I wasn't talking shit. I mean. I wasn't. Before I started naming names and we could have left this at a show where who knows who was on it. I could have been like, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, cut that. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe those names will get bleeped a little bit. Vamp for a sec while I grab my phone. <laughs> uh, vamping. But no, yeah, dude. It, uh, I don't know. There's We got a lot of shows in town. I was talking to uh, Danielle and Ben and Isai about that. Uh, yesterday I was like, you guys like come down to Eugene very often? They're like, ah, you know, no. <laughs> I kind of owe Danielle a booking. Kind of, you know, like she booked yeah. me on a show that is ba- like it's before an open mic and it's based yeah. like it wasn't like insane. And she gave me 10 bucks, which isn't even gas money. So like I would, but I would love to book her on something back because she has yeah. hooked me up with something and I appreciated it. But, you know, like I'm not, I'm not. 10 bucks is great, you know, like no, 10 bucks yeah. is more than I've gotten from a lot of people. It's just hard to, um, uh, you know, no, yeah. it's hard to get to Portland on 10 bucks. Exactly. Yeah. That's, uh, but no, I should bring her down there. She's great. And she's funny. Um, what was that? Um, who, Oh, Ben Harkins. Yeah. 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 He's a cool dude. I met him at, um, Savage Henry last year. Yeah. I feel like I've seen him. Before in town, like I, I think he's been around. A little say, bit. I swear I've seen him on a show. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Uh, we do have several people that have uh, red hair and a beard that come through between us and Salem, though. Sure. So I could just be misremembering. Yeah, <laughs> I talked about Gladiator with that dude for like twenty minutes last night. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I haven't start- thought about that movie in a while. <laughs> it's <laughs> it started with uh oh fuck well it started with the Patriot. Mm-hmm. And then we were like the Green Mile because the Green Mile is just the Patriot with colonial racism. Uh, and then we were like, he's like, yeah, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go home and watch the Patriot or the Green Mile. And I was like, watch Gladiator. That's the good version of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> just watch Gladiator. Uh, it doesn't have Mel Gibson at all. <laughs> yeah. This is a pretty big win. It really. Also, Unless you're Matt. It's a. Oh God. The only person who was like, of course it makes sense that Mel Gibson is Jesus. That's not a weird call at all. <laughs> yeah, well, also, any chance to be anti-Semitic. Wild to me that Mel Gibson took a role, Jesus, the king of the Jews. <laughs> like, he just put himself in those shoes. Why would he... Well, Why am I rhyming? And he, dude, he, he, he made a billion dollars off that movie. I know. That's... <laughs> The action movie about Jesus. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, what else do we got on my smart goals? <laughs> uh, apply to at least four different comedy festivals per year. Oh, damn. Yeah. Because that you're not going to get very many. So if you apply yeah. to at least four, maybe Statistic. you'll get one. Yeah. You know, I'm lucky to even get on Savage Henry. I just mainly get that because of Seth. And then also... Now, because I put so much effort into hooking up Eureka Comics. Yeah, yeah. Eric's coming to town this weekend, Eric Fitzgerald. Yeah, dude, I'm stoked for that. Yeah, dude, we have such a sick run for him. Dude, uh, Thursday, he's featuring at the mic. Hell yeah. At the Tap and Growler. Friday's the talk show. And then Saturday, we have a show in Lebanon with Terry Guile. 
you know that him? Yeah, you got uh, the Barsidious one, right? The Barsidious yeah. show we're on with Rudy and Abhishek. Fuck yeah. And then we come oh, back dude, and do lineup. that show with you and Luke and Tyler and Matt and Dylan that night. That's going to be good, dude. Yeah, it's going to be fun at Lucky's. And then if he's still there the next day, he's featuring at the barn light. It's like, it's a lot, dude. Yeah. Sick. I'm, so, like, because I'm able to do that for them, and when Evan came to town, we had a similar run. We had a lot of shit yeah. of shows booked. Dude, that's the, I think that's the dope thing, though, is if if we can get someone to town for, like, starting on a Thursday, then at least one weekend out of the month, you can get someone on, like, a four-spot run. Yeah. Easily. Uh, yeah. Which is kind of like Eureka. If you're coming all the way here from there, like you kind of you it's, need to you have, have to make like it that. worth it. Yeah, yeah. Especially because we don't have like a club yet. Definitely. And that's the advantage of having the mics and being able to do features on them. Yeah, it's, that's a, something that's nice to offer, dude. Like it was really cool. Uh, Taylor Clark, that skateboarder dude from Seattle. Yeah, yeah. When he hit me up, he was just like, "Hey, man, I think I'm just come by and do your mic tonight." Like, dude, we don't have a feature tonight. Come feature, we'll give you a tip jar. Yeah. And, like, it's just a good way to build relationships. Yeah. Whereas if you're asking for things without, like, really offering them, it's tough. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, somebody just hit me up and was like, hey, I'm just traveling through and I'm, like, trying to get booked. And it's kind of like, well, <laughs> that's great, but, like, do I, like, what do, like, yeah. am I just paying you, to, like, do is anybody going to show up to see you? Like, it's just, yeah. it's an interesting. No, yeah, it's, you got to, like, I don't know, there's, I don't want to say there's, like, a, like, a, a give and take on it, but there kind of yeah. is. Yeah. I'll show you the video um, after we get off this podcast, and you can help me decide if I should book this person or not. All right. Yeah. Well, well I just, I haven't even looked yet, but oh, all right. we'll see what it's, what they're like. Oh, yeah. Dude, I think, um. I think a, a goal I want to, because I, I would like to produce more shows. Uh-huh. Um, and that's what, uh, the next thing on my list is produce a show every month. Yeah, I'd like to, um, I'd like to do four more by the end of next year. Yeah. Um, I don't anticipate producing another one quite yet this year. I'd kind of like to watch like how you and Seth and Max take care of like your promo and where you go with that kind of stuff and how you look at who to bring in and venues and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I would like to do at least four next year and I'd like one of them to be like if I were to put myself on as host I would be the whitest comedian yeah like I'd like I, I think that'd be nice to have a show that's not just white dudes yeah well I mean how much money do you have to bring people into town that's the <laughs> other thing I'm like alright alright fuck <laughs> it's like dude we all would love that to be a reality but if you just look at the list for the open mics yeah. you're like what the fuck no, dude it's, it's like it's like two women, two non-white people, and then a bunch of straight white dudes. Yeah. And we can't control that. No, it's what, I mean, first of all, we're, we're in Oregon. It's, yeah, well, that's, and Eugene specifically, yeah. which is pretty fucking, even no, for Oregon, is pretty, pretty white. white. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, Which is why it's like that. It's not, you know as well as anybody, dude. We're not oh, like no, exclusionary. Yeah. It's, not, like, it's not that at all. Yeah. It's not like there's a bunch of, like people around that want to do comedy, but they're like, oh, these racist, fucking sexist assholes, no, yeah. dude. It's, it's Eugene. Every, every new fucking, person that shows there's up. There's literally white. people moving here because of how accommodating the scene is. I'm yeah. not going to say more than that, but like, that's how welcoming the scene is, is that there's people moving here actively to be here. So, like, 
That's the reality. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it is a great scene. It's, yeah. uh, again, it's I get what you mean, yeah. though. It would be cool. Um, it's a lot easier to book a LGBTQT show. Yeah, dude, half the time, <laughs> half, the <laughs> time there's a, half the time there's a show in town, it's like, well, inadvertently, here's another out at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is dope, though, because, like, I, uh, I haven't seen that many yeah. like queer specific. I guess that I guess that wasn't places. fair. It's just mainly a lot of white dudes, not necessarily straight white dudes. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. There's a quite lot a of, few bisexual. There's dudes. a lot of there's a lot of, a lot of white queers yeah, in this town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is, dude. It's celebrated. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's also known for it. I'm pretty sure. Pro- honestly, well, like prefer being cool with it. I guess yeah, is what yeah. I mean. No, <laughs> like that's a bit. <laughs> It's like Eugene was actually founded by a different kind of yeah. white pride. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's def- there's some solid comics from Portland I could recommend for that show for sure. Yeah. You there's uh well I'd like to have I I'd like to have David back in town more. David Lopez. Shout out David Lopez. Yeah, he's cool. He's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. Do you know how long he's been doing comedy? I'm uh, pretty impressed uh, with his set. I think so. he said he's been doing a couple years. Yeah. I can't remember. He said that he saw me do it like he saw sessions he saw me do a joke that he had seen me working on pre-pandemic at cap city before it even turned into the infinity room oh damn and i was like damn have you been doing comedy that long but i think he said he was just there to watch that night but maybe that could be wrong he might have been doing comedy that long so yeah he might be at least three years ish yeah i would i would guess he's he's a few a few years in yeah um he seems solid but i thought the same thing about billy Oh yeah, well Billy is a pretty unique case. Yeah. Shout out Billy Chambers, <laughs> dog. We love you, dude. Hey, Billy, yeah. you're wonderful. Yeah, uh, he's on the next Taco Tuesday. Hell yeah, it's um the twentieth now, September twentieth. Hopefully this comes out by then. Come see us. Fuck yeah. Uh yeah, Billy's the shit, dude. Billy's a lot of fun to be around. Just uh, I gotta say, I think uh the last Infinity Room I was at, I've never seen an audience warm up that quickly to a host set. Yeah, especially like a little gay, intense. Like, yeah, no, he's not yeah. like he's not like soft on stage, dude. No. He's aggressive. <laughs> I love like, it so much. Yeah, it's wonderful. He's hit on me pretty much every time he's been on stage around me. Uh, Our hosting. Billy. Shout out Billy, keep hitting on Eric. Shout out uh, one more time, uh, Billy. Again, if you are listening to this, we will serve Costa up to you on a plate. Uh, <laughs> Matt, if you're listening to this, don't. We have chloroform. <laughs> We're coming for you, big dog. (laughs) The plans are all coming together. (laughs) This is turning into our other podcast. (laughs) See how you feel about kidnapping now, (laughs) Costa. We should get him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cut that, cut that, cut that. (laughs) Oh, let's see. I think I have one more smart goal. Oh, I don't do that. (laughs) Write, shoot, edit, and release one sketch per month. That's Uh, a fun idea. I've got to get better about that. We have so much shit on the back burner. I have uh, eight scripts for a goddamn radio serial that we just haven't fucking touched. Huh. Well, yeah. I mean, it's good you have them, though. Yeah. The the fact of the matter is, like, and it's going to be hard, but we will all be so much more productive if somehow we can break out. Well, I don't even have one. But if the rest of you could break out of your day jobs. That is... And I am, like... I am pretty productive because I don't have to work right now. So that was the thing. Like during the pandemic, I was working retail, so we were shut down. Yeah. Um, And I think we got through a little over 30 
uh-huh. of the videos that are up around our channel were because we didn't have to work. Right. So you just do it. Like, when you have that yeah. much more time, dude, it's huge. No, dude, I wrote a whole fucking I'm Christmas so special. I fucking just wrote a book, dude. Like yeah. A, a last month. Like, it's, I don't know. I wish so badly that I didn't have to work my shitty day job. Like, I don't even, even if I wasn't making any more money, if I was still struggling at the exact same level. like if I That's still exactly like, what I said to Tyler, dude. It's like, if you could offer me that and I would take it. It's like, yeah. here, dude, you don't have to worry about where you sleep or what you eat. Or where you're going. Like, that's all covered. But you don't have anything in addition to that. You just have, like, your clothes. Yeah, I can make that work. Um, and, but all you have to do is comedy. I'd be like, okay, deal. Yeah. It's like, I really get to eat whatever I want? <laughs> you promise? <laughs> 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 I'm not sure this is as good a deal as you think. <laughs> dude, Sam Talent, did, do you listen to Chubby Behemoth? Oh, fuck yeah. Did Sam Talent talked about that with he made a deal with nathan where he was gonna bring him on the road he wasn't gonna pay him but he would pay for all his meals he was like it was a horrible investment <laughs> <laughs> jesus that seems like a terrible idea yeah yeah well because also once that's your deal you're looking to abuse it as much oh, as 100%. possible you're like what's the most expensive thing on the lobster menu? thermidor it is baby bring me six that's so funny though. Okay, that's a that's that's a fucked up thing though, dude. Because like, food's the best. Yeah. Like, good fucking food is better than the best sex. And like, I will say that because I've had good sex and good food, so I know for a fact that at this point in my life, I would yeah. much rather have a five star meal than yeah. good sex. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, dude. I was doing that a little bit on stage for a bit when I was talking about how like I like sushi. More than sex. Sometimes, you know. Dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Like I can look, I, I still enjoy like a Philly roll if I have a headache. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. Exactly. So like, dude, at least I'm the one that's disappointed after I eat too much. Yeah, that's on me. Like <laughs> I don't have to deal with someone else's <laughs> issues at that yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. It sucks um sucks having to make someone else come after you've already come. <laughs> I, I had a point where like I couldn't come for so long oh, sure. from meds it didn't matter so I was that yeah like, that especially you're like wait yeah. what are we even doing here like like I take personal satisfaction in making someone else come just because it's like yeah I did that but then I'm like no you don't have you can, you can just, you can yeah go. eventually you know it becomes I'm sure eventually that drive will come back I'm only like coming up on two months outside of meds so it really hasn't been that long since I've been off them yeah um, but I'm also an old dying man now. So. Yeah, exactly. Maybe some cardio. That uh, oh <laughs> <laughs> was kind of. What am I in shape? No, dude. I would. I. I do think that like doing cardio would be like it's like the thing I'm missing most in life right now. It's I think worst. a little bit I'm faking it by getting in the sauna. Oh yeah. Because I've read that that's kind of a cardiovascular workout because it gets your heart going a little bit. Yeah. It's not a respiratory workout because you're not like breathing heavy. Yeah. You're not. Like, so it doesn't feel like it is because you're not like it doesn't feel like when you go running. But I guess yeah. to some degree it simulates it. I used to be real good about it. I used to run a couple miles a day. Yeah. And then uh did you do cross country? No. No. You seem like somebody who kind of and like you're a little big for somebody who would, but like like you know, you're more kind of like football looker <laughs> player looking. But uh more baseball than anything. You just did play baseball. I remember that. Um 
But somehow I could see you doing cross country, even though you don't really look like it. You seem like you have like the personality for it. I like to run. Yeah. Um, I didn't do cross country because uh, Todd, my dad, and a bunch of our other friends were like, you enjoy running. And if you do cross country, it will make you fucking hate running. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I like listening to music and just running through the desert because we had six or seven miles of unincorporated like trail land around the neighborhood I grew up in. Yeah. So that was just, that was fine. I didn't have. Nice, yeah, that kids around nice. me. So you were kind of out on the outskirts a little bit? Yeah, we were. It was very recently not rural yeah. anymore. Um, like the Yeah, that'll happen, huh? Yeah. Especially there, dude. Fucking yeah, dude. in Phoenix. They're just like, no, no, we'll just build out. It's fine. Dude, There's more desert. We were we were so far out. Like, it was so recently not just dirt lots anymore yeah. that the Arizona Renaissance Festival is only like a mile from the house I grew up in. Like, huh. that, it's just all these huge. There's a homeless community. Uh, that lives out there's I think it's 14 acres of mm-hmm. unowned unincorporated land um, that they just there's like two or three hundred people yeah that live across it not probably not anymore um, that's what it was estimated in like the 90s but they just kind of build little like essentially frames and if you go out far enough you can find where they've torn stuff down and moved their camp yeah so that they can't like, no one tries to find them or anything. But it's also fucking terrifying because you never know how recently they left whatever frame city sure. is out there. But eventually, again, it's 13 or 14 acres. That's a lot of land. It's not infinite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> eventually, right. it's just going to be a whole goddamn city of out-framed houses. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. <laughs> that's Arizona for yeah. you, man. I mean, everywhere has problems. It'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're all... We're all friends here. It's all gonna yeah. be fine. How much do you um do you go home for like Christmas and stuff? I did last year. Yeah. Are you gonna do comedy when you go home this year again? Uh, I'm probably not going home this year. Oh really? Nice. Uh, my parents are talking about coming up here. Interesting. So that would be uh that'd be cooler. Nice. I mean, last year I went down for Christmas and it still hit like fucking ninety on Christmas Eve. Hmm. So fuck that. Dude. Yeah. They were like, I don't know. It snowed last year there, didn't it? I'm like, yeah. That's not like a regular thing yeah, though. That sounds horrible. Fucking ninety on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully it gets cold again this year for Christmas. I'd like that. That'd be fun. That'd be that'd be cool. I'm pretty stoked for the fall, dude. I'm hoping. I just want to be able to shows come back a little yeah. harder. See, I'm a, I'm a big fan of anything that lets me wear more layers. The less of my human form you can see, the better. Me too. Yeah, I hear that. Especially on stage, I like wearing yeah. like that crew neck sweatshirt. I usually wear that gray one. Yeah, like a, like a like a big sweater, or like a flannel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I like the beard. It covers ninety percent of my face. <laughs> yeah, just a big fan of disguise. Have you myself. ever seen the video of Ralphie May doing like comedy advice? Uh-uh. And one of the main th- one of the things he says is like, "Don't have a beard. People <laughs> don't trust somebody with a beard." I was like, "I don't hope that's not true." That was that was back then. Yeah, I think we hit like 2012, 2013, and it's like everyone should have beards now. And I was like, "Well, I grew this to buy liquor and cigarettes before I was old enough. <laughs> now it's cool." Yeah. Well, here it is for sure, dude. It it was wild moving here. And I'm like, oh, everyone dresses like I did. Yeah. My mom likes to talk about how hipsters and lumberjacks look the same. She's like, I can't tell who's cool and who's just like a real man. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Dude. It's solid. It is. Solid the, it was weird. Like I, in air, like. I dress exa- like he- the way I dress here is just how everyone dresses, you know, either Converse and boots or boots and like jeans, flannel, whatever concert tee. And then in Arizona, everyone's like, Logan, it's 89 degrees. Fucking put on some shorts. Yeah. Uh, but also there's a weird like uh, 
it's not like an actual code, but it's just, it's kind of like a joke. But if you see someone in a, in like the Buffalo plaid flannel, yeah. cuff jeans and Converse, uh-huh. like across a lot of the Southwest and in other parts of the country as well. Um, it's like, okay, that dude's also probably by, which means maybe I've got a shot <laughs> really threw off my fucking radar here. when that's just how 90% of the goddamn population dresses. I'm like, well, are you queer or just a dick? Like, I'm not sure what's going on with this. And yeah. then I think, uh, Matt was like, no dude, just everyone dresses like they really miss Pearl jam <laughs> across the Pacific <laughs> Northwest. And I was like, fuck All right. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I just assume everyone's gay. Well, good uh so the safe assumption here. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, just like assume that and then be surprised if it's not accurate. It uh dude, that's one of my favorite jokes of Angela's uh-huh. is that she assumes everyone is gay until proven guilty. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line, dude. Strong line. Uh, let's see here. You got anything you want to plug? Uh, we got the show uh, on the tenth. Okay, this probably will not yeah, come out no, before then. But uh, if it somehow uh, does, what's our uh, what's our ETA on this? Like, how far out are we thinking? Should I, like two weeks? Should I force myself into trying to make something? Not necessarily within that time, but that might come out later. <laughs> I don't know. It's two weeks, dude, or so. Two or three weeks. Uh, fuck it. All right. Uh, I'm working on a radio serial uh, called The Serial Adventures of Captain and Roy. It's a 1940s-style uh, sci-fi action thing. Yeah. Uh, Have you started? Uh, I've written it. I've got the okay, concept cool. episode, like all of that shit beaten out. Um, it's a huge head start. Uh, yeah. I uh, <laughs> No, I threw together uh, a four-minute clip just to kind of as like a proof of concept thing, and then I've beating it out for the first four episodes yeah. or the first eight episodes, four stories in two part chunks, uh-huh. like eight minutes a piece. Sure. But, uh, I haven't seen a lot of stuff like that. And I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I've listened to a lot of radio plays. I can write that shit. And it's cool. all very campy, like fucking space pirate shit. So how is that going to be released when it's done? It'll be like, uh, right now, probably just YouTube. Cool. All um, right. Well, check them out on YouTube. What's your YouTube channel? Uh, we're probably going to be releasing it under the TJ and Ellie show. Hell yeah. <laughs> and that's your podcast. Or what is that? That's your, that's, uh, that's our you YouTube showed channel. Me that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've got, uh, that's the YouTube channel. That's Does it just have social sketches media. up or something. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, yeah. got like fucking, we got, uh, around 40 sketches up there. You can listen to, uh, to the full length, uh, album. It's called, uh, TJ and Ellie play the hits. It's the demo tracks from our original studio album. TJ and Ellie go triple platinum. Uh, I- <laughs> awesome go check out logan escobar thanks for being here bro thanks for having me man